there was something I was going to tell you. Hang on, let me think about it. Because I had a dream and you were in it, and I've got to remember what the dream was. So you're dreaming about me. I was. How does your um, boyfriend feel about that? But like you were my enemy, that? so you you hurt me very badly in this dream. <laughs> so I kind of woke up mad at you, and then I was like, wait, no, it's just a dream. Are dream. you taking out like your <laughs> like your aggression from how much I abuse you on this show? Yes. You know, you're taking it like in your dreams. Like maybe you have like pent up anger against me. Maybe I don't know. You it bitch. starts off, yeah. <laughs> you little. I was going to say the C word, but then I, I probably shouldn't say that. So it starts off, we're in a car and it's me. We're in the back seat. I don't know who's driving us. I have no Somebody. Idea. Somebody's driving us. It's an Uber. And it's you and me and this kid we went to middle school with and you went to high school. Would I know with. who it is? Yes. What does the name start with? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody so, else can't know. No, nobody else can know. It's going to be weird. We're gonna, for the sake of anonymity, we're going to call this guy Eric. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so oh we're sitting God. in the car. It's you and you. you're sitting in the middle, which is how I know Why? it's a dream. Yeah, because I would never. never. <laughs> Can I tell you when I went to Florida with my friends? You better believe they both took a turn sitting in the middle seat. I was nowhere to be found in that middle seat. No. I would die before I sat in the middle seat. So that's how you knew it was a dream because I'm not sitting in the middle seat. No, you're not sitting in the middle seat. So apparently, at least it's true to life. Yeah, you know. For context, the week before we had done a photo shoot when you for the been, new podcast. No, cover. not for the podcast, but for some reason. Which I don't know why. This is how else I knew it was a dream because I would never let this happen. Neither would you. It was like a sexy photo shoot and you had the photos on your phone. And in the dream, you were like going through your camera roll for something and the photos were just there. Oh, and like started, I had kept them? Yes. And you showed them to the guy we were in the car with. And I was so, so mad at you. I was like, what the fuck? What does that mean? I don't know. Can we I, interpret it? Like, sure. Like, okay, so let me interpret well, your yeah, dream. There's more to the oh, dream. Oh, oh, we're not so finished then, yet. Okay. So then we're, I guess we were on our way to some like retreat of some kind. Which like is how a, you also know it's a dream. Yeah, it was like I'm not, You're never going to find me camping or no, anything like that. It was some kind of like adult resort retreat. And there was like, I was pissed. So I was going around telling absolutely everybody about what had just happened. So <laughs> I'm loving every second of this. Please keep going. <laughs> so there were, there's like a, a quiet time where like everyone like, you had gone to the bathroom and everyone... So there was, was quiet time. There was a quiet time. And then somebody goes, yo, Eric, give us a rating. And he goes, eh, you know, tits were nice. That's it. About you? Yes. In front and of the camp? In front of the whole camp. No, but then I, I woke up and I was like, Pissed did this happen? I was really upset. And then I had to think about it. And I was like, no, there's no way that any of there's this There's no reason happened. to be mad at me. So you're just kind of mad at me today, but like it's... It's not for real, but you're no. mad at me. I'm mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Can Dream we, Spencer is a real jer jerk. Can, can we get past this? Um, you know, I'm I honestly think I need an apology. I think we need to go on a retreat. <laughs> I think we need therapy, With intense Eric. counseling. <laughs> yeah, whoever that is in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. That's well, fun for you. Yeah, it was Good really for fascinating. You. I was like, I don't know what this means. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what does that mean? I've been having since maybe, I've been maybe in my you feel like you've taken like advantage of like maybe in real in life do you feel taken advantage of i don't know i don't think so i mean i don't know that's a good interpretation but i don't feel like yeah. that's how it is yeah. i don't know i just feel like since i've been on lithium we talked about that last week and now you're on the correct dose yes yeah we discovered that um, last week too that you were taking the wrong dosage <laughs> which is so funny oh no i've been having really vivid dreams since i've been taking lithium. really yeah it makes my dreams like really vivid it's really strange well and you know I we're in the apocalypse dream at all it's armageddon like, i never dream i really? had another dream that i had superpowers and i could like float yeah you know i think that'll do it for today <laughs> i think we're done dream walk. i think yeah. we're finished here
Yeah. Spencer's like, now that it's not about me, I don't care. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the stories because we know you're here for the real tea, not the fictional tea. Or the apocalypse. You know, I'm just saying, you know, with all these wildfires. I almost feel like maybe there's a story we're going to talk about today that relates to that. Oh, my God. Am I bridging the gap? Are we bridging the gap? Let's, we let's might get be. I mean, reporting live from the end of the world, this is The Rumor Mill. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And this is your Gen Z guide to pop culture. We've got wildfires. We've got UFOs. We've got breakups. We've got celebrity deaths. It's all happening. It's all happening. It is the end times. Do real. you do you believe like in the end of the world, like the apocalypse? I think that something's going to happen. Like Our world is going to end eventually. I think it's Like the New far, World Order. Or I mean, aliens I or something. That, I think that realistically, humanity will wipe ourselves out long before this planet reaches extinction. That's promising. It, we're never. I don't think we're ever going to get to space unless, like, actual aliens. Maybe we've like, never even been up. to space. Maybe. Just saying. If we believe in that, just kind of saying. I, I like. I send you like TikToks and videos all the time of like the people that are memeing it out. Like, we have the pictures of the spacecrafts they used or whatever, and and the reason we've never been back is because they lost the technology. Or they don't have access to the technology anymore. And we're looking at like the little capsule that got them on the moon that's like made of tinfoil. And it's like that got you to the moon. That's just like exciting. I think the moon. Okay. If we can agree on a conspiracy theory. Was the moon landing fake? God. I mean. Because really, you know all the I astronauts. I really do go either way. I really do go both ways on that. We're like I really 100% believe that it could have been faked. And I also 100% want to believe that it's real. Because all the astronauts, like, in all the videos, like, people will record them in public and be like, here's a Bible, swear on it, that you went on the moon. And none of them will swear on a Bible, that they went to the moon. Damn. You and me love a conspiracy theory. We like, do. We what, are, what are you saying? We, we are, like, OG conspiracy theorists. Like, I would call you on FaceTime when we were in middle school and I'd be like, did you know they're putting fluoride in the water? But, like, did you know? <laughs> do you know it's making the frogs gay. That <laughs> <laughs> They're putting the fluoride in the water. We would do that, though. We would talk about stuff like that. We would. But... There is a military, this dude in the military that's like out doing interviews now that is claiming that the United States government has had a UFO, like unidentified, what is it, flying, flying object. object or UAP alien recovery program for decades. Like they've been hiding UFOs for decades. I mean, yeah. They crash and they recover them for decades. This guy's name is, what's his name? He's an Air Force veteran and a former intelligence officer. This is from the New York Post. Um, and he's claiming that the U.S. government has been collecting intact extraterrestrial, extra, <laughs> uneducated, extraterrestrial crafts for decades as part of a UFO retrie- retrieval program. It has allegedly been trying to keep secret. Uh, David Charles Grouch told News Nation he recently turned over quote proof of the alleged covert program to Congress and the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community as part of a whistleblower complaint. Here's what he had to say, all right? Keep an open mind. Quote, these are retrieving non-human origin technical vehicles. Call it spacecraft, if you will. Non-human exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed, he said on Monday of the so-called secret program. He also wildly suggested that more than just vehicles were found in some cases. Quote, well, naturally, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, sometimes you encounter dead pilots, and believe it or not, as fantastical as it sounds, it's true, he alleged. Uh, quote, we're definitely not alone, he continued. The data points quite empirically that we are not alone. I absolutely believe him. I don't know about that. And we'll get Dude, into it. Dude, we're we so can talk not about alone our conspiracies. in the universe. The universe is so huge. You're going to tell me we're the only we talk planet about that has life. We're going to do it. It's uh, dumb. You're stupid if you don't believe that. Grush, who that once worked on the government's unidentified aerial phenomena task force, didn't offer up any evidence to back up his claims, which were first reported by the science site The Debrief earlier Monday. 
he did he did confess that he hadn't actually seen photos of the alleged extra extraterrestrial crafts, but had spoken at length with intelligence officials who had allegedly come forward to him. Quote, I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse, he said of the alleged program. People started to confide in me, approach me. I have plenty of senior former intelligence officials that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me that they were part of the program. Uh, a Department of Defense spokeswoman, however, appeared to shoot down Grush's allegations, telling the Post that the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, office, formerly the UAP Task Force, I have no idea who any of these people are, has not discovered any via ver verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Well, what are they going to admit it? Yeah, they're not going to admit it because here's <laughs> are they the other thing. Admit not it? To, here's, here's where we get more conspiratorial here. If you came into contact as the United States government with an alien. You wouldn't tell anybody because then the other nations would want in on it. Exactly. Exactly. You wouldn't tell them because then the other governments are going to want to be in on the information that you now possess, the scientific advancements that you now possess. There's absolutely no reason that without they would a one-world government, I'm any sorry. advanced society, one world any government. advanced society has a one-world government. Really? Who? Who has and a one-world government? Any what other fiction? Earth that you know? Of? I yeah. don't. But and they I'm end saying. in disaster. You know why? Because they're all like totalitarian, utilitarian communists. Do you think we're gonna have a one-world oh government where we're gonna have a constitution to be free? I would hope so. Well, you would hope so, but it's not gonna happen. So I'm sit down. If it's a have world... several seats. Okay, listen. Uh, this the, military I, whistleblower. In, ideal, <laughs> in an ideal situation where all humans are represented equally, we have a good system of voting, which we have the technology to do, where it could be advanced so advanced that you just like. You have a you use your fingerprint or your eyes. Mark or of whatever. the beast. There you go. Let's oh just do God. that. You just you thumb one world in. currency. Let's add that in because the banks are collapsing anyway. They the are. Money's, we need money's losing currency. its money. Like yeah. we're all like well, but see this. If could we be, ever want to advance to be a more like just, you are out of your freaking. I am not. Mind. You were just talking about how we're supposed to be conspiracy theorists. And as soon as I bring up something that's out of pocket or somewhat out of the norm, then you're calling me crazy. Make it make sense. Are you a conspiracy theorist or not, bitch? Have several seats. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm you know what I did this, this week? I bought myself. An anti-radiation pouch for my You're phone. So because <laughs> our phones emit radiation, and okay. we have them in our Let pockets all day, this. we're all gonna get cancer. So guess what? Anti-radiation pouch on Amazon. It's forty bucks. You keep it in your pocket. You keep your phone in it. And it stops the radiation going in your body. Period. I just think if we ever want to progress and get to the point where we can harness the power of a star and actually be on par or with the like alien spacecraft, do you think travel the aliens the world, aren't having a one-world government? Do you think the, the aliens don't have one-world government? I don't believe in aliens. You're dumb then. No I don't offense. believe in aliens. Okay, here's what the defense statement continued. AARO is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. AARO, working with the Office of the General Counsel and the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, has established a safe and secure process for individuals to come forward with information to aid AARO in its congressionally mandated historical review. AARO welcomes the opportunity to speak with any former or current government employee or contractor who believes they have information relevant to the historical review. Um... And the AARO director, Sean Kirkpatrick, revealed at a public NASA meeting late last month that only a tiny fraction of the hundreds of UFO sightings reported over the past three decades are actually, quote, unexplainable. Um, of 800 sightings reported to the Department of Defense over the past 27 years, just 2 to 5% were, quote, possible, really anomaly anomalies. Mm. What do you think about this? I want to show you this. I saw this today. What is it? So police body cam footage Records is recording UFO a UFO crash? crash landing in Las Vegas. Um Black SUVs are reported in the area that possibly took aircraft away, and all video of the backyard is blacked out. 
It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam Residence catches this. Seeing a couple not human. Oh, like there were people? Emergency. Big Minutes eyes. Later, there's a, there's like an eight to ten foot beings? But all of the footage that has been taken has been white. Has been white, literally. Someone so, calls 911 um, reporting two large figures. Yeah, so people are, are, are um, like saying that the footage was confiscated as, as quote, part of the, the investigation under home. national security laws. Damn. Do you believe in aliens now? I don't believe in aliens. What was it then? No, let me tell you. So there, I just feel like right now, like there's a lot happening. Like we have this whole UFO whistleblower, which I don't know if I believe because I want to believe him because he, he was a part of like the UAP task force. He was in the military. He had intelligence access. He had access to a lot of the people that he was talking about that, that know of what's going on, but he's never seen it. He's never seen any pictures. And I did find out before he went public with this as a former member of like an intelligence committee or the military, or whatever he had to reportedly pass through like the the department of defense like he had to give them a heads up of what he was going to say and who he was going to like tell it to and the department of defense didn't classify anything that he was going to share as top secret or classified like he had to get approval to share this before he went out being a past member of an intelligence committee according to the new york post that i watched a video on the other day and they didn't stop him from sharing this so either that means it's public information it's not well, yeah top they secret, just released the cia or they don't care. released that huge document about yeah that aliens. we read last summer yeah so how do you not believe in aliens here's after my that? theory literally your government who has the least amount of reason to tell you that aliens exist telling you that aliens exist. here's my theory okay over the past like 50, 60 years, there's always been like more UFO sightings. UFOs have become more in our entertainment industry. We're desensitized. They're in movies, video games. We're hearing about whistleblowers and stuff and this and that all the time versus like 60 years ago, had this come out, it would have been much more Shocking. groundbreaking, whereas it's kind of getting lost in the news right now. And we're talking about it, which it's a big story. Like everyone's talking about it. Like it's a whistleblower story, but it's like, oh, UFO whistleblower, like We've heard that before. The mm -hmm. CIA declassified those documents last summer that we read on the podcast. If you want to go back and check that out. We're desensitized to the idea of aliens or extraterrestrials or UFOs or whatever. I think it's preparing us for either the conspiracy theory that we have talked about, which is Project Bluebeam, which is where our own government uses holographic technology to either fake the second coming of Jesus or fake an alien invasion to catapult the new world order. Or they're going to lie to us or really have aliens that are introduced and they're going to say, here, the aliens are here. We need to unite as a one world government and we're going to bring in, you know, the new world order to help guide us into this change. And the U.S. dollar isn't worth anything anymore. So we're going to have a one world currency and Amazon with the whole palm print paying the mark of the beast. Like, I think that it's desensitizing us so that when it happens, it'll be like, we'll give them control of like, well, the aliens are here. We need to give our control up so they can protect us. Like, I think it's a total like ploy. Whereas, do you really believe in aliens? Absolutely, I do. I think there's no reason not to, to be honest. I think that the universe is so vast and so large and there's so many different spots in the universe that are we never even touched. That we never know touched. Of. We don't even but know. But we know of. that that could be possible sponsors of life. Well, you but know we the, have, the rubber band the theory. We don't have the technology to actually get there. The rubber band theory of how the universe is expanding, and then at some point it's just going to like snap, and we're yeah. going to. I figured that out when I was like six. Yeah, dude. you told me that was one of the first conspiracies you told me about. Yeah. I was like, I like that girl. And there's more <laughs> like conspiracy theories of like flat Earth or the firmament, or flat that we're surrounded by water or whatever. I don't know about all of that, but 
I don't think we went to the moon, and I think that all these alien whistleblowers, UFOs, are setting us up for, like, the Illuminati, like, the New World Order. Like, literally, what other kind of cataclysmic apocalyptic event is going to happen in order for the New World Order to take over? It's going to have to be something absolutely catastrophic to where we give up our power and say, take over. Or that enough people come together. Like, the New World Order is, like, I believe in the New World Order. Like, like. the I Illuminati and all that. I fully believe in those. I would believe theaters. that the Illuminati is real. That there's like I Look would believe that agreeing. there's like a puppet. Co- co- oh, co- fully. Co- the Rothschilds. Government. Yeah, like a puppet government that works the behind the strings the, to like you know. keep all of us united. And I think honestly, I don't even think that we'd have like a new world order in the traditional sense that like maybe not the traditional sense, but the way that I was interpreting the traditional sense that like Russia and China and you know britain and america and chile and all the countries are like hey we want to combine we're going to sit down and send all of our leaders to the same meeting we're all going to sit down and talk about it and figure out what we want to do and how we're going to make this work i don't think that would happen i think that whoever the puppet government is would suddenly make themselves revealed and be like hey we run absolutely fucking everything we're in charge now or die yeah. Like, that's what I think would happen more realistically. I believe that. But it's it's going to be, or it could be like, have you ever seen the show The Man in the High Castle? Mm-mm. It's a show of, like, what would have happened if the Nazis and the Japanese had won mm-hmm. World War II. And it's about the people that live in, in the societies. And, like, half of America is Nazi Germany. Half of it's Japanese. And, like, half of the, it's all split up like that. Like, that could happen. Whereas, like, the major players just take over each part of the world so there's not a bunch of little countries anymore yeah we have like like, the continent of america the continent of china like yeah exactly but then they're all going to be like bow to us or we behead you yeah (laughs) it's be very interesting i i don't really hope that i'm alive no but i i did mention those wildfires (laughs) and all the crazy smoke in the pictures of of new york with all the um like the orange skies and the like look at this like that's new york right now wow it's now new york city is now the most polluted city in the world right now that's terrible. After the Canadian wildfires. But there's also conspiracies going on on TikTok of like people in Canada that are posting videos of like, I live in Quebec and there's no smoke. And then, of course, there's people in the comments of like, well, have you ever heard of wind and like all the smoke coming to New York, whatever. Mm-hmm. But everyone's, not everyone, but I'm seeing a lot of people on TikTok, which is not a credible source. But I've also now done some research into this is why are the skies and everything why is it all orange and red and and there's so much smoke and it's so like pervasive pervasive you know what is or, it or, is that the right word i don't know, you know it is I mean. well and, and and we've had a bunch of wildfires and where we live we're very close to california so we're used to like every every once in the summer the smoke and the the you know wearing masks and things like that but this is like severe yeah that's severe. terrible well I wouldn't think much of it of like, well, why is it orange? Why is it red? Is there something going on? It's like, it's just a wildfire and there's smoke and there's wind. Like that makes sense. But did you know that uh, late last month, or I believe it was late April, a train carrying 30 tons of ammonium nitrate went missing? Just missing missing in California went missing. Do you know what ammonium nitrate does when it explodes? Because it's used as explosives. It creates orange and red clouds and plumes. Is it like gaseous and like nitrous bad oxide to when it mix mixes with nitrous oxide and carbon dioxide it turns red and orange. No, but I'm saying is it like deadly yeah. to oh, breathe in? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let me let me pull it up for you. Oh. Okay. So Not this is from Wikipedia. This is from Wikipedia. Yeah, I sent this to my family group chat. I was like, "You guys, I figured something out." <laughs> <laughs> the red orange color in an explosion cloud is due to nitrogen dioxide, a secondary reaction product from ammonium uh, nitrate. Um and what happens when ammonium nitrate burns red? 
An ammonium nitrate explosion produces massive amounts of nitrogen oxide. Nitrogen dioxide is a red, bad-smelling gas. Images from Beirut. Remember the whole Beirut explosion in in the Middle East a couple years ago? Sure. That was ammonium nitrate. They used um, ammonium nitrate because it's like 40% the capabilities of TNT or something. Revealed a distinct reddish color to the plume of gases from the blast. Nitrogen oxides are commonly present in urban air pollution and can irritate the respiratory system. Wow. So it's not like going to kill you, but it's definitely bad for you. No, I'm just saying I think it's interesting that we have this train that goes missing that's full of this chemical that when it explodes or when it mixes with nitrogen oxide, carbon, whatever, it creates reddish orange gas clouds. Yeah. Because I'm saying if there's a bunch of smoke in New York. York. Well, and uh, there's a wildfire, right? We get that. But what's the reddish orange from? Smoke. The smoke? Yeah. Or is it the ammonium nitrate? That our government's trying to poison us with. Now, see, that's a friggin' rabbit hole. And we can get into the rabbit hole and, like, some people look stupid when they're doing this whole thing of, like, you know, the, the fluoride in the water, turn the frogs gay, like we've laughed about. But <laughs> but I'm just saying I find that interesting. It is definitely interesting. We can go on and on about this. We like, really for could. Real. It's so interesting. And we love to go back and forth and just, like, hypothesize with, like, different ideas. The FBI is probably Damn. watching us. They're like, we need to shut that live stream down. Or not the live stream. <laughs> we need to shut their internet down right now. Yeah. We're this screwed. This is crazy. Did you see my text that I told you that Bill Burr was coming to like one of the Emerald Queen casinos near us? Oh. Did you read my text messages last night? I did. I did. You just see mad that at me because was, of your dream. Yeah, I'm really mad at you because of the dream, so I just didn't respond. But yeah, well, I have beef with Bill Burr. You know why? Because I went to go look at tickets because I was like, we, we could totally go. Yeah. They're like two hundred to three hundred dollars a ticket. The cheapest ticket is like two hundred dollars. I'm sorry, Isn't Bill he a Burr. Comedian? Yeah, <laughs> we have beef now. That's crazy. You know who I really want to see perform live? Who? Matt Reif. Do you know who he is? I freaking hate Matt Reif. I'm sorry. I do not find him funny at all. Really? No. Why? I think a lot of comedians nowadays, they're just, it's so vanilla. It's just obvious punchlines, obvious jokes or cracks. Like, it's just, it's so... His crowd work is really good, though. Good crowd work, but just, it's boring. Like, it's just vanilla. It's obvious. Like, anybody could make that joke. You're not funny to me. I don't know. I have a high bar for comedy just because with somebody with a very, you know, um, enlightened sense of humor, such mm. as such as I, you know, it's it's difficult to find peers. <laughs> so dumb. Big beef here. Wow. Well, let's get on to our next story. Yeah, which is actually about another hilarious feud, which is Pete Davidson and PETA. Did you see this? Yes, I did. So, okay, let's get into that. So, I just guess wild. a PETA, somebody who works for PETA wrote or said or did something like an outcry because he adopted a hypoallergenic dog for his mom yeah and because he went to a shop and not a shelter they were complaining about it and so pete called and left the funniest voicemail ever you want to listen to it yeah here it is so this is pete davidson's voicemail to the uh vice president of PETA after she issued a statement condemning him Literally for not adopting a dog from a shelter. She was like, you got it from a pet store? Like, how dare you? Which pet stores, shelters, there's, we could get into that, but. Under he, he normal got, circumstances? He got his mom like, a puppy and his, his mom's puppy died. Yeah. And, and like, they're coming after him. Like, it's none of your, well, I guess it is their business because they're PETA. Hmm. I don't know. Let's just listen like to the voicemail. If you adopt, don't shop in general. But if you're looking for a specific type of dog, I don't know how you're going to Yeah, how adopt. do you find that in a shelter? Yeah, I don't know. you're not. So here's the voicemail. My name's Pete Davidson. This message is for Daphna. Um, the scene. Uh, thank you so much for making comments publicly that I didn't adopt a dog. I just want to let you know I'm severely allergic to dogs, so I have to get a specific breed. I'm only not allergic to Cavapoos. 
and those type of dogs. And my mom's dog, who was two years old, died a week prior, and we're all so sad. So I had to get a specific dog. So why don't you do your research before you create news stories for people because you're a boring, tired Very Pete Davidson. I love of him. him. Very I Pete love Davidson. him. Which I so, mean, you, because you're a boring old fuck. So stop fuck making news stories about and me and suck my dick. That's so funny. I mean, okay, I moment. like I literally just said like they should just shut up. It's none of their business. But they're PETA, so like if they see like a celebrity thing related to animals, that's their they're opportunity to speak something. out. Yeah. But in this case, it's like I get it, but also leave know, the man alone. Yeah. Like know what you're talking about before talking for about opening for running your mouth and creating news stories, Daphne. So let me pull up what PETA had originally commented on that made him leave that voicemail. And I just want to know, who leaked the voicemail? Because, you know, once you leave a voicemail, you don't have access to it. No. So did Miss Daphne leak the voicemail? So this woman's name, oh, Daphna, sorry. Which, Daphna? It's spelled wrong. It should be Daphne. So first of all, that's, that's, you went after Pete Davidson and your name is spelled wrong. So that's two strikes against you. Her name is Daphna Nachmanovich. Nachmanovich? Sure. We'll go with it. Um, PETA says the actor left the heated message Monday for the organization's senior VP of cruelty investigations, Daphna. He got her name because she'd issued a statement to TMZ expressing PETA's collective disappointment in Pete buying a puppy at an NYC pet store instead of adopting from a shelter. Let's read that original statement because I actually did not read what it said. Uh, She said, and I quote... It's tragic that Pete didn't seek out a burrow-born mutt from a city animal shelter because a scrappy New Yorker with charm, personality, and unconventional handsomeness could have been his perfect match. What the hell is that? I think they're trying to shade him. Almost. Like, are you're literally Peta, and you're you're acting. They're you're saying, acting foolish out here. They're saying that he's charming, has a lot of personality, and is unconventionally handsome, so his dog should look like him. That's unprofessional. I'm sorry. And I, I, I'm not Pete Davidson's biggest fan. You know that. But, I am. But you're, you're an actual... You're PETA. And you're making shady comments. Like, you're trying to be relevant. Like, you're PETA. We all know who you are. Like, you don't need to be relevant. You're just PETA. Yeah. Daphna, that's a, that's a third mark against you. So, she actually responded to this voicemail. And I'll read you what she said in response to his voicemail. Because, of mm-hmm. course, she, she took the opportunity, obviously... Either she or Peter released it. Who do you yeah. think put it out? Did it she want her really moment? It doesn't really make her look good. So it doesn't really make any of them look good. So like, I don't know why they would. Why would you it. have released it? So but I'm glad they did. I'm glad. They I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy to hear it. So Peter isn't backing down though. Telling TMZ quote, if Pete had done his research, he would know that there's no such thing as a hypoallergenic dog. I didn't know that. Uh, that at least a quarter of dogs in shelters are purebreds and that PetFinder has listings for homeless dogs of every breed under the sun, including the one he purchased. I get that. But at the same time... Like you're looking for something he, convenient and quick to get to your mom because she's grieving the loss of her dead dog. Yeah. I Whose team are we on here? Pete or PETA? Pete versus PETA. <laughs> I mean, I understand what Pete is trying to do here. Because like that makes I sense. Feel That's like legit. I could have just contacted him from the get-go and been like hey why did you adopt a dog from a shelter or from a pet store instead of a shelter did you know that you can do all these different things if you have specific dog needs and then he could have been like no fuck off and then it would have been like okay pete you're in the wrong because pete is just trying to help you out here 
Yeah. But instead, they just like came out and attacked him first a little bit. In the bit. media. But like they could have even released a statement about it that was professional and like, hey, we just saw Pete Davidson do this. Um, you know, we don't think it's the best of your resources to purchase a pet from a New York pet store. Here's other resources that you could use next time, Pete, or anybody that's interested in getting a dog. Here are the website. Here are the links. Like you didn't have to make it so personal and like beefy. Because no. now instead of talking about – now instead of focusing on your message – we're focusing on your delivery. Did you like that? That was really that good. That was good. That was really that was good. Really good. So yeah. Daphna, if you need some lessons in public relations, Lexi and I could be your team. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely, we could. And you saw this week the the news about the reality star that died from Bling Empire. You watched yes, that show. I watched I I told yeah. you about that show. I was devastated. I can't believe she died. I mean, she was getting older. So she was like, only 62. But that's still very young. That's yeah. still incredibly young. Yeah. Um, she so had a stroke. It's really just sad. It's just very sad. I'll read the statement that her family released. She passed away on the 5th. Uh, her family wrote, It saddens our hearts to announce that Anna Shea, a loving mother, grandmother, charismatic star, and our brightest ray of sunshine, has passed away at the early age of 62 from a stroke. Out of Ugh, nowhere. That's wild. Stroke. Well, I didn't even know this because I haven't watched Bling Empire for a while. They canceled it. Really? Yeah, they did three seasons and like they were going to do a fourth and they canceled it. Um, Hmm. Very sad. Rest in peace, Anna Shea, reality TV icon. Um, I did actually reach out to Anna Shea to come on the podcast. Well, I guess that's not happening. She never responded. We could get a Ouija board. She never responded. She never replied to the email. So we can't make this into a joke this is no we really did you say get a ouija board (laughs) we're so bad you know Peta, don't contact us for media training (laughs) no (laughs) contact chris jenner or somebody that you know could like really figure it out truly rest in peace anna shay because that is really young to pass away absolutely from a stroke too god rest in peace let's go on to some news that i'm actually really excited about um taylor swift and maddie healy just broke up they did as they should as they, As they should. should. They don't think they've released an official statement saying why. Well, no, yeah. So I think the news broke on Us Weekly or People Magazine that they had split. Her friends had said in a statement that she was now single. And like that was their way of announcing it. Which is like tells us absolutely nothing. Everything. But well, it tells light, us everything and nothing. Yeah. In light of the fact that Maddie Healy has been seen and heard saying some really racist and The Ice Spice like, controversy. Body, yeah, the whole Ice Spice controversy. The podcast he controversy. Was, like, making fun of her for being racist chubby, bullying. Saying that, like, making fun of her accent, calling her a chubby Chinese lady, like, all of whatever, it. all of Terrible. And, and then, then it just resurfaced. Down on it. Yeah, and then he made comments on it. And then there was a video that came out this week that he was, while he was performing, he kissed a security guard at a concert in Europe somewhere. And the video went viral. And then, isn't it a coinkadink that Taylor and him break up? The week after he's being canceled for this podcast controversy and he was seen kissing a yeah, male it's security just, If guard. I was Taylor Swift, I'd be embarrassed. Why do you want to be involved with that? I don't want to be involved with that at all. Like, you're not... Like, I have not been with you long enough where I feel like I need to stand by and be your girl, your wingman as you deal with some controversy, especially where you're not even acting right. And they haven't even been dating that long because she no, had... She that's had, what I'm saying. Like, like, they're not... She's not invested in no, to stand no, by him. to stand by especially him. Especially when he's acting a fool. No, but see... I don't believe this whole reason of like, well, she's single and and her her uh, team is trying to do damage control saying, well, it wasn't really a breakup because they weren't a 
officially dating. They were just casual for a few months because he was spotted. He started coming to her shows after she ended or her engagement ended with Joe Alwyn, I think is his name. And then the whole internet's like, oh my God, they're dating. And then they've been spotted together on dates. But now her team is doing all this damage control of like, but they were they might really have been in a relationship. Which makes sense. He could have been they a rebound. together. There was yeah. no breakup. It was amicable. They just parted ways. But then why are her friends saying she's now single? Like that Yeah, and then why is she it. why is she crying during her show? She's singing and she's crying because she just went through this breakup. And then the next show, she's on stage and she's crying while she's singing. Damn. I think the real freaking reason they broke up was because of this whole podcast controversy. And her team was like, do. you better distance yourself from that man right now. I, If I was her, I would have come outright and been like, I disagree with how he's behaving. I'm breaking up with him. Like, I am the kind of woman where I'm not going to allow you to. Especially because she just collabed with Ice Spice. Yeah, they literally just did that. that like, And they did a music video and it was laced with Illuminati references. Just really? saying. Just saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the It's called Karma. And there were multiple scenes in it where... It was like she was in hell and everyone around her was like wearing capes and masks and like devil type Illuminati masks. She was dancing in an hourglass like time was running out. Like she I think there was another music video even that she was part of a coven and she was dancing around other witches and they were doing some occult thing. And if we're not off this conspiracy train yet, people think that she's doing occult rituals during her concerts interesting yeah like it's how? this because all these fans are coming out and literally i have clips of it i'll pull up receipts of like good morning america like inside edition is covering this phenomenon that's going right now it's called concert amnesia and all these swifties are coming out saying that after their eras tour experience which i will say the eras tour is like a three-hour show and she's doing like 40 songs a night like wild um, that they can't remember anything. They don't remember what she's saying. It felt like a dream. It felt like it never happened. That they have no memories of the nights or of the of the of their shows. That they had friends there that like were recording them in the concert. They have no memory of it. And I'll, I'll pull it up. Good Morning America did this segment on it on what concert amnesia is. But of course, the conspiracy theorists in the streets are saying she's a witch are and she's sure doing a ritual. Are we sure that people aren't just toking up and people are getting secondhand high? That could also be it. <laughs> Are we sure it's a cult ritual and not just people getting a little stony at the concerts? Like, come on, no. So here is Good Morning America's coverage of what experts are calling post-concert amnesia. Swifties posting on social media, the experience was so spectacular, they have shaken off some memories of the show, calling it post-concert amnesia. As I keep saying this happened to me, apparently it's universal. It's actually a neurologic phenomenon that can happen in any heightened emotional state. As Taylor Swift fans are going to this concert, there's so much to be excited about. There's so much stimuli to process for the brain. Yeah, your and that can like actually get it. in the way of forming and storing memories yeah, of that concert experience. Like memories. Yeah, I've experienced that. I mean, I've gone to a lot of concerts and I don't remember most of that. Really? Everyone yeah. I've spoken Never. with Couldn't be me. has a similar experience of like, oh, that was too good to be true. I definitely don't remember that to have something like post-concert amnesia is really not such a bad thing what it means is that your brain was so present in that moment that there was so much good fun exciting stimuli for your brain to process that it just didn't have the energy to focus on memory formation in that moment an experience something you'll yeah, want to that remember surprise me i'm not worried about it well. except I don't think they're doing cult rituals. That it could be, be kind of a ritual. Would you like to see clips of I her would on love stage? I to see the clips. With a coven doing witchcraft? Sure. Let me pull it up for you. 
Here it is. In her most recent concert, Taylor Swift is performing witchcraft. And I know this is gonna raise some controversy in the comments, but this just doesn't look right to me. I mean, it could just be a performance. Okay, but is that, look at it. Is that not like witch occulty? ritual crap i'm just What's saying goal, i'm just saying to to hypnotize the audience mind control it's like and it's a cult no rituals okay let me tell you though we've talked about this this is just a conspiracy episode here um we've talked about like whether or not we think like the music industry is satanic and stuff like that like have you not noticed like in the last couple of years there's so much like dark weird hell demonic imagery like the weekend flashing the word satan on his screen at his concerts or demi lovato doing her album cover in bondage on a cross bed or sam smith and the whole unholy performances and Lil nas x giving the devil a lap dance and selling the satan shoes i mean yeah i and, think it's just because people are becoming because less people believe in hell and the devil and satan and stuff like that and it's very powerful to use that kind of imagery because it captures travis people's scott attention and the whole astral world disaster yeah but it captures your attention and forces you to talk about it i think that it's a marketing technique do you is it a marketing marketing technique or is it like I Lil Uzi Vert just, on, on stage said, you guys have no idea what you're listening to. You have no idea what we're putting in these songs. You're going to hell. Like literally told his audience, like you have no idea what you're doing. And for me, it's a religious thing because you're not religious. No. I'm religious. But literally it's and we don't get into politics or religion, but we get it, we into conspiracies. A just a tad. But it <laughs> said, I think wasn't Satan the angel of music? So wouldn't it make sense that if there was going to be Actually, he was don't he was the that. he was the angel of music and he made mu beautiful music. So if the, if 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 you were going to say that the devil was trying look to infiltrate literally I look it up. He was the most beautiful angel. If you were going to say that like the devil was going to infiltrate the entertainment industry, wouldn't he do it through music? Okay, Lucifer, according to Turn Back to God. Period. <laughs> Um, it says Lucifer is a fallen angel who is the head of the ministry of music in heaven when he was in heaven. It has been said of him that he was the most beautiful of all angels and he was the director of the flow of music there. So, That's so interesting. So if you have all these artists like and Beyonce the other day now in her tour her renaissance tour she has an interlude that's like a black and white hypnotizing wheel and on the screen it flashes mind control. And she's got quotes on there that says like whoever controls the media controls your mind, mind control, like 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 I mean, crap that's like true. that. Well, it's true, but I'm just saying like it's it's bizarre to me that we have in the last couple of years such an influx of either marketing to where people are adopting the aesthetic or the imagery or the backdrop of hell or the devil or satanic themes for their music and products. And then you have situations like the Astral World disaster that we talked about with Travis Scott, where people died, and then he's flashing on the screen like "see you on the other side," like well, crap like it, that. Like I'm just saying, I think it's like a shift of some sort. Well, think of it this way: I think it is a shift, but I think it's a shift in this way. And I'm going to try to explain this in a way that makes sense because it makes sense in my head. So I'm going to try to verbalize it from a non-religious standpoint. Yeah, so For me, it's religious. Yeah, because it makes sense. Like if he's the, if Lucifer was the angel of music, and now all of a sudden we're seeing an influx of demonic satanic performances. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that connect like to me? Worship or whatever. Yeah. I can see the what you're saying. The or devil Satan, worshipers? like being involved in manipulating the music industry. I think personally, you know how like, okay, so don't take offense to this, 
but I'm going to make an analogy here because I don't believe in religion. So it, to me, all religions are kind of the same. They're all myth. They're all mythological to me. Right. So think of like, okay, so Greek gods, right. Back in the day, people believed in them. They did like Beyonce dresses up as them. Se- yeah. She dresses up as them now. But like back in the day when it was believed, people like would do sacrifices to them and believe in them and worship them and do all these different things. Right. And as society has progressed, we've kind of all collectively agreed. Eh, it doesn't really make sense. I don't think the Greek gods are real. Um, so but we have I'm, stuff like Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah, so we have media versions of it, pop right? Pop culture. Pop culture versions of it. I think it's the same thing with Satan. Like it's a pop culture to, version of the devil. Yeah, because as a marketing people begin ploy. to collectively agree, I don't think this makes sense. I don't believe in this. Of well, course, it's I wouldn't become, say all people. Like no, there's people like as people progress towards that, or to start to, as a mass majority of people, or not a mass, but as a as a bigger collection of people start to say, I don't believe in Satan. It doesn't You think make a sense. big collection of people are not religious anymore? Is oh, yeah. it going away from that? Well, and times. <laughs> but see, it's, it's, but, but see, you know, what's, you know, what's very interesting is, is like with any conspiracy theories of like the apocalypse or religion or Satan and music or the moon landings or whatever, there is an equally acceptable and interesting explanation that connects to what I believe and to what you believe. But, you know, well, we can agree on. Here's the thing, though. It's I, it's going on. But I think, like with Taylor Swift, is she, like, is this concert amnesia due to, like, a, an occult ritual? It's definitely interesting to think about. It is. I, 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 I find I like myself. I find myself, though, with stuff like that that maybe 10 years ago I would have been like, that's outlandish. Nowadays, I'm like, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, really I definitely don't believe know. in like magic and magic practice and magic rituals and all that kind of stuff. And so, whereas like, I would believe that would come from like an evil, like yeah. demons, I you think would it believe could be that very that would... neutral. I don't agree, but see, that's okay. I mean, I do magic all the time. Not like all the time, but like I definitely do magic. I have tarot cards, and hey, I light candles. I have crystals. Like I do the whole thing. Whenever you are ready for your Gideon Bible, your little mini Bible, you oh, just I've let me them. know, baby. You just let me know. I have read the Bible cover to cover three times, and I have read excerpts of the Bible. So with that knowledge, adding up completion to have reading the Bible, I would say about six times. Okay. With that knowledge, then with that knowledge, can you say definitively that Taylor, no, that Taylor Swift and, and idiot (laughs) that can you say definitively with your knowledge of the Bible that Taylor Swift and what's his name? Matt Healy were ever really dating or not dating or what the real reason for their dating is. Let me ask you like <laughs> with my biblical knowledge. Yeah. Do you think that that what's the real reason they broke up? You know what they say biblically. in the Bible? What they say is if you you can't remove faith of a mustard seed, move no. a mountain baby. I was going to say you can't remove a splinter from your own eye when you have a plank. That is true. In your other eye. Do you also know that it's it's harder for a rich man to get into heaven than for a camel to go, to go through the, the eye of the needle. needle? Yeah, no. But I'm just saying, I think that Maddie Healy was the plank in Taylor Swift's eye, and she wow. just removed him. Wow. And you know what? You know, that's, every, why, that's why they broke up. Everything connects to the she Bible. Thank you, Lexi, for proving my point. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, I think I think he's screwed. I think he's like cancel culture is going to do its thing. He's been exposed to this whole podcast controversy. She's breaking up with him. This was not like her team was trying to convince us. This was, Oh, they weren't really dating or they were casual. Now they're on and off and they're she off again. Just come out and write a tweet that yeah. just says, fuck this man. He's a racist and a bully, like, and, bully and all these different irrelevant. things. Fuck this guy. Like I'm not dating him anymore. That's what I would do. I would respect her more for that. I don't respect her a lot. Cause I don't like her, you know, music or anything. I, yeah. But if my boyfriend of one year was to come out and start doing crazy shit, not and just I like was a, a fling. Yeah. Yeah. Like an actual partner. Yeah, because then you're attached to that person, right? So when you're attached and you're seen as kind of one unit, then when one half of the unit starts acting up, you kind of have to say something. 
but if it's just but like she doesn't this have is any casual, responsibility she's I've like never even like done. if i'm taylor and i'm like i've never even publicly come out and said that i'm dating this man like and, i'm not gonna yeah and the fact that he's out. so problematic right now and now a week later after this whole controversy was exposed then they break up like that's the real reason but they if broke he's up. also the problem another thing is though is if he's this problematic in public i don't even want to know how problematic he is behind in closed doors. private yeah god could you imagine well i will say good luck taylor swift i hope she writes um, a song about him though you know she will. She's been in like maybe maybe she is a witch. She's lived for hundreds of years and she's she's lived many lives and that's why she's gone through so many men. You know, oh she writes album after album after like every guy she's dated. She's running out of but men. Also, like, this is why we. This is why people that want to have kids need to have kids, Lexi, because Taylor Swift is running out of men to date. That's you're why you're gonna get so much. We need Swifties to continue. We need to continue populating the world so Taylor Swift can continue increasing her roster. You know, Duh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you for a second. I have. I'm not listening to Taylor Swift, but there's a few songs that I'm listening to that are actually really good. And I know you're going to be like so disturbed by this, but I've never been a Swifty. I've never really like listened to her music, but there's a few songs that are like really good. If you go to the dark side right now, what did I just say at the beginning of the episode? This could be our last episode. It's the end of the world. This is my end of the world. The only thing this is how the new world order takes Markle over. Apologist. <sighs> don't, don't worry. Don't I even, won't. Don't even pretend. <laughs> Well, good luck, Taylor Swift. I'll say good luck to Matt Healy because he's going to need not, it. He's going to need it. I don't want. I don't wish him any luck. Lexi's he's, done. It's his idiocy, idiocracy that has got him into this mess, and he can use his dumbass self to get him out of it. He, he can. I mean, it, 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 and we're talking about dumbasses getting out of things. You know, cancel culture. Your phone is ringing. Fuck off. That is the appropriate response. Thank you. Yeah. Is that what you say when I call you and you yeah. don't answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep getting fucking spam calls and it's irritating me. Really? Maybe it's God and he's trying to reach you. You should answer. Well, then I'm the definitely not picking up. Pick up the damn phone. Well, we've mentioned cancel culture and I think we need to get a little more. You have a hair on your microphone? Yeah. Sorry. Can you get past it? I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. Um, somebody that was canceled a long time ago that we talked about a long time ago is finally breaking his silence on the controversy that got him canceled, canceled or exposed or whatever. That man would be... Do you the know Wednesday his name? guy. <laughs> the Wednesday guy. Percy Hines White from Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Remember months and months and months ago, these... Internet Twitter users, these girls on Twitter accused him of like assaulting them, harassment, using racial slurs, like all these receipts came out, like all his ex-friends came out and he was totally canceled. We hadn't heard from him. All of a sudden, it was like a normal Tuesday and then it became not a normal Tuesday. It became, a Wednesday, out, <laughs> it became a Wednesday Tuesday. It became a Wednesday Tuesday. Because just randomly in <laughs> it, just June now, like June whatever, he just decided now's the time. I'm going to put out a statement. And would you like to read that statement, Lexi? Yeah. Just I want to hear it in your disgusted voice. <clears throat> except except here's the thing. We talked about this as well with internet controversies and people being canceled and assault allegations whatever that it can ruin people's careers. And there was proof, like we saw creepy pictures that he had sent people and alleged direct messages and text messages, but did we know for 100% that he had done all of what he was accused? Like we want the full story before we cancel somebody. That's us. Like we don't, we don't 100%, I don't at least, I don't 100% support cancel culture unless we have 100% proof Mm -hmm. to cancel the offender. Yeah. What's your take on cancel culture? 
I mean, I think that sometimes it goes too far, but I think that the idea of when somebody screws up bad enough, you shouldn't be have a platform anymore. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that as a society, you have to have standards. except free speech. Like, but and you can say but whatever you want, that but that doesn't put on pedestals. You from consequences of it. The people that we put on pedestals and and you, you have know. the right to say anything you want. But if but I it's start saying, if I literally point. come out here and I go, and I just say the n word, like. <laughs> You're not going to be my co-host very much longer. No, like, and as the, as as and as you should, right? Yeah. Like, because I shouldn't do that. Yeah. If I come out here and I start like talking about, I don't know, making fun of a group of people for hey, their the, race or their weight, let, you know, or Ice Spice, Maddie Healy calling her a chubby Chinese lady. That's fucked like, up. Yeah, like you're like, done. You just can't. You, you just, just can't do, do that. that. So with that, I will say like it's very different with Maddie Healy. Is he actually said that? We know he said it. That's what yeah. he meant. You can apologize, but that's what you said. You know what I mean? Whereas this, and he doubled are, down on it, and too. he doubled down on it. Whereas Ridiculous. this, these are internet users that some are anonymous, some are not, that are putting these claims out here. Are they a hundred percent doxed? I don't know. Um, do I a hundred percent believe everything that he's been accused of? And we did a video on every all breaking down all the allegations months ago. If you guys want to go find that and watch it to get context, mm-hmm. um, but here is what he said in relation to all the allegations against him. He posted this on his Instagram story. Hey everyone, there's something I need to clarify. Earlier this year, somebody I've never met started a campaign of misinformation about me online. Because of this, my family has been doxxed and my friends have received death threats. Underage photos of me were used and examples of me acting in character were presented as hateful. My friend Jane was falsely portrayed as a victim and her attempts to set the record straight have been ignored. She gave me permission to include her in this message. The rumors are false. I can't accept the portrayal of me as someone bigoted or criminally negligent of people's safety. These are the kind of baseless, harmful claims that can create mistrust towards victims. It's very distressing to know that this misinformation has upset people. I'm really thankful for everyone who stood by me and helped share the facts. Harassment of my family, friends, and coworkers needs to stop, please. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Percy. What's your reaction? I mean, it sounds really good. Like, it does sound like... It sounds very, um, <clears throat> excuse me, media trained. He's, yeah. he's definitely talked to lawyers. Yeah. He's definitely had a, he has a crisis PR team. Like he didn't write that. The wording that he's using, you know, negligent, criminally negligent, you know, Campaign mistrust, misinformation. misinformation. It's very professional. Yeah. Somebody else had a hand in this. Which I mean, if you were going like through fine. this, would you not hire crisis PR if you were an actor? Yeah. I would. If, especially if it's not true, according to him. You know, that's like a big, this is a, this is this. And we, when we had talked about this story originally, I think we had theorized there's going to be one of two responses. Either he's going to deny it completely, as he just did, or he's going to apologize. Actually, maybe three now. He could apologize for all of it or apologize for some of it. Mm-hmm. And he's just completely denied it. So there's one person telling the truth and there's one person lying. There's no two stories and in between. Like yeah. he's saying the rumors are false. It false. It's misinformation. The one thing that I thought was interesting is that he said underage photos of me were used, which is implying that the photos that were used are authentic. Mm, that he sent to people. But, but yeah. did but he... But the context might be different. Exactly. Like saying. did he send those to girls... And it was inappropriate, or did somebody hack his iCloud? Like, like when Jennifer Lawrence's like, iCloud yeah. was hacked and nude photos were released. Like, like, and then is that twisted by internet users who want clout? They want to be interviewed because they're you know victims of of a actor in a very successful Netflix series. Yeah, it's which is why for me, like, you're more on the fence of like believe I anybody that speaks to- out because you want to be on the side of. A victim versus an a, a, a alleged abuser. I would much rather if I have to choose, and I genuinely don't know who's this is right your and who's wrong. Phrase. Yeah, if I genuinely don't know who's right or who's wrong, 
and I have to choose a side, I'm going to choose the side of the victim because I refuse to be on the side of an abuser or a rapist at all ever. I would agree with that, but I think it's also like very dangerous. Like in this case, the internet destroyed him. Mm-hmm. You know, like his reputation now is destroyed forever because we're always going to hear his name and think, mm, that was that guy. Yeah. You know, and if it's fake, that sucks. it's fake. It sucks. So, but honestly, think about what's worse. Is it worse to be like villainized have, for something that you didn't do? I would, or I to would actually say. be raped. Like what is worse? I would say you don't. Both of them are equal. Evil, evil. But there is nothing that compares to well to an actual criminal, like actually like a criminal act. Like yeah, like I I would say I agree with you. Except like I usually don't like to take sides in this case because you can't definitively say who's telling the truth or not. No, and that's why I'm not going to like take a side on So we're not going to be shady and be like, oh, he's lying or oh, now... I I think it was weird that he didn't say something for so long, but that was probably a tactic of a crisis PR team or lawyers that wanted it to go away. Why he would release it now, I don't know, so I'll be shady about that. But like you and me, we have morals. We have values. I'm not going to come out here and condemn him when I don't know that he's 100% in the wrong, but I'm also not going to support him and say he's 100% in the right. We don't know. He's just in this kind of gray area. He's in, in, uh, I almost said pentatonics and pentagram. (laughs) It's neither of those things. It's not Um, pentatonics or pentagram. What is it? Purgatory. He's in purgatory. He's in in Hollywood purgatory. Yeah. Which is probably where we are. Um, Last story of the week. uh, Drew Barrymore, who, national treasure. Love Drew Barrymore. Love Drew Barrymore. Like she, all of her interviews, she's like, "Here, get up really close no, to me." She's like, "She's like, let's let's hey, inter- well, let's I'll talk, talk to you on the floor like this, like right yeah, next to your talk face." About her mom's. Her mom. The story is actually about her mom. Um, she is condemning the tabloids right now because they took a quote allegedly out of context of hers, and they said that she said that she was excited for her mom to die. Oh. And she's like, "Screw you guys! I never said that." Because um, she had like an abuse. She had like an upbringing. Um, like where her mom was very abusive and got her into the industry and like, and was very abusive. Yeah. Um, just like Jeanette McCurdy and Jeanette McCurdy released a book that said, I'm glad my mom died. But then all the tabloids ran with this quote that Drew Barrymore had said something like she was excited for her mom to die. I didn't even know she's still alive. Yeah. Um, but will you Google it? Cause I, I have no idea where it came from. I haven't read the quote. I have no idea what she said. Yeah, this is from... I have something from page six. It says... Uh, the t- the headline is... Drew Barrymore admits she wishes her mother Jade was dead. Quote, I cannot wait. Drew Barrymore admits she, quote, cannot wait for her mom, Jade Barrymore, to die. The TV host got candid about her tumultuous childhood with her mother, revealing she's jealous of friends who have already lost their parents. All their moms are gone and my mom's not. And I'm like, well, I don't have that luxury, but I cannot wait, Drew told New York Magazine. I don't want to live in a state where I wish someone to be gone sooner than they're meant to be so I can grow. I actually want her to be happy and thrive and be healthy, but I have to fucking grow in spite of her being on this planet. Hmm. But then she came out like on Instagram and she was like, I've been dealing with all these tabloids my whole life. You guys twist things. I never said I was excited for my mom to die. You took me out of context. She said later in the interview, I dared to say, and I didn't feel good. I do care. I'll never not care. I don't know if I've ever known how to fully guard, close off, not feel, build the wall up. So she showed like some remorse for having said that. But like they took her out of context or something is what she said? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's very like Jeanette McCurdy of her, like I said, with the whole I'm glad my mom died. Or that's Jeanette McCurdy's book. But I mean, if it, it must be a weird experience to grow up as a child actor, which is already so traumatic anyway. But then to have one of your parents be abusive and not protect you yeah, or whatever would be so much worse. Yeah. So, I, But see, now I'm curious of like, I'm going to pull up like what she said because I'm really curious what her defense was. 
and how exactly did they take her out of context? Um, here's the video she posted. You know what? To all you tabloids out there, you have been fucking with my life since I was 13 years old. I have never said that I wish my mother was dead. How dare you put those words in my mouth? I have been vulnerable and tried to figure out a very difficult, painful relationship while admitting it is difficult to do while a parent is alive. And that for those of us who have to figure that out in real time, cannot wait as in they cannot wait for the time, not that the parent is dead. Don't twist my words around or ever say that I wish my mother was dead. I have never said that. I never would. In fact, I go on to say that I wish that I never have to live in existence where I would wish that on someone because that is sick. Yeah, I understand what she's saying. I think I agree with her. Like, I'm 100% on her side. I think that the distinction, because we read the quote, right? That's what yeah. she said. When And she was saying, I'm excited for the time when my mother is... I don't have is, to deal with I it. don't have to deal with the growth of trying to navigate that relationship with my mom anymore. I'm. She's not wishing for her mom to be dead. She's wishing for that growth period to be... Or that uncomfortable period to be over. Yeah. And they took it out as in, she can't wait. So yeah. she's not here anymore. That was shady. Yeah. That was shady. Silly, silly. Silly, silly. Well, I think that that's everything cycling through rumor mill this week. We had quite the episode. Quite the episode. <laughs> we talked about it so much. It was really fun. Hey, um, if you'd end like of the to world. See, end of the world, end of the world If you'd like to see us talk about more stuff before the end of the world actually hits, and you know you don't want to die without having listened to more of our episodes. Period. Then you can find us on Instagram at the rumor mill pod where we post pretty much daily updates of little celebrity news tea tidbits. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TRM updates. You can find us on Instagram at the rumor you already did Instagram. I did Instagram. You're on a loop. I'm on a loop. Are you I'm on an a AI? Loop. Oh, I'm and, an AI. And don't even get me started on the Snapchat AI. I refuse to talk to it. I talked to it. I called it a see you next Tuesday. Oh my god. <laughs> no, because the I was come because alive I was, and they try to murder us all. They're coming for because you. Because I was trying to I was working on like my studying stuff and so I was seeing people ask it like can you write me a paper or like the whole chat GBT like AI I love stuff. Chat GBT. I've never used it. Like chat I, I GBT do not, is so helpful. I do not actually. want to get into all that AI. It's crap. actually really helpful. I think AI that could be the end of the world too. It's like oh robots take over. Um but I asked it to like write me like would you help me write this thing for school? Like to see if like if the, the rumors are true, like if it helps you, you know, like chat gbt and it said something like no i can't do your homework for you like you need to do it and i i said well then you're a see you next tuesday and it was like i don't appreciate that <laughs> and i was like well i'm sorry i apologize and it was like i forgive you and i was like we'll talk later and they said we'll talk later bye and i was like i haven't talked to it since that's so funny like, i don't want to i don't want anything to do with that ai it's totally monitoring us probably probably is screw anyways them. we're doing anyway, the closing plugs we're done now we're doing the closing <laughs> plugs um youtube we release new episodes every single week yeah subscribe to our youtube channel the rumor mill you can watch our podcast you can also watch us on spotify we drop new episodes every friday and we are always here breaking down the latest entertainment news and we will see you next week see you next week